0: He keeps himself in trim by bending bars of iron. This bar is the genuine article which we tested before he began to play with it. Beyond the Bend Beyond the Bend
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Bend. Special holiday episode with the one and only feats of Alex, who's just fresh What's off up? leading the Nanook Bolt from Ben Sport Canada. So, this is someone I've been hoping to get on the show for a long time, and I haven't been doing many episodes. So, I'm very psyched to have Alex here. Alex, welcome to the show.
0: What's up? Thanks. I'm so glad to be here. I've been wanting to do Beyond the Ben forever, also. It's my first <laughs> right. podcast. So, I want to make sure my first one was going to be Beyond the Ben. Right. On. <laughs> So we'll
1: start them like we always start them. Tell me about the first time you saw someone bend a piece of steel.
0: Ooh, first time. Uh, it's got to be the like 1978 or 79 world's strongest man when they were, they were bending the long bars. That must be the first one. I probably didn't see uh like shorter bars bent until Instagram. Really? Yeah. That, I loved it. When during uh
1: the first part of the lockdown i i pretty much watched every single world's strongest man from the first one to like you know 2021 or whatever and uh when they used to have the long bars it was so crazy <laughs> Just like oh yeah right over
0: the head behind the neck
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I always kind of wanted to try a piece of rebar but like straight over the head like that you don't see that too much
0: <laughs> yeah I- yeah I think I'll do it why not (laughs) we'll recreate it
1: (laughs) but so you've been on a tear recently bending a lot of steel and I feel extra uh psyched for you because I I was uh in there in communication with you in the early stages of uh right when you were just like playing around with a little bit of bending and I felt like this dude's got like the uh potential to really like get into this I just something from like what you were doing out in your, uh, space. Is it your garage where you work out primarily? I got
0: two gyms. I got the garage. I, so I get half the garage and half of the, it's like a walkout basement. And oh, so they perfect. like connect to each other. So, uh, the way we set it up is, uh, so the basement part is like supposed to be like kept nice. And then me and my wife like both work out there and then the garage, I can like do whatever I want. <laughs> nice.
1: But I was just like, and I could see it little by little, you just getting more and more into it. And then it was like full on, like obsessed, like we all get with it. And it was just cool. Yes,
0: no, exactly. Yeah. And you helped with that a lot, though. Because I remember you sent me a care package. Like early on, I'd been like just uh, bending some nails and stuff. And it was like fun. I was into it. Then you sent me like all this stuff that like blew my mind. I'm like, oh, I got to try this. I got to try that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it.
0: Uh,
1: I'm psyched, man. It's just like, it's cool to see we all understand like the obsession that you get with it. And it's just cool to see someone else like experience that uh, my friend, Kyle Mertz uh, uh, had the same situation and it's just uh, it's really cool to see. But, um, so you were doing a lot of cool stuff on Instagram prior to doing any type of bending. So kind of take me back through your like history of strength training. And even if
0: you want to get into, if you were a 10 sure. or whatever. I mean, I've always uh, loved sports. Uh, I played like baseball and tennis when I was younger and then like co-ed softball, stuff like that, uh, like after school, but uh, before strength sports. And then probably like maybe like 2012, I started doing strength sports. I started doing kettlebell uh, training. I got like really into that for a couple of years. And then, uh, yeah, I've done so many strength sports over time. This is like long before uh, Future Alex existed. was <laughs> just normal Alex. <laughs> i did that i did like uh bodybuilding style training like uh, i never competed in bodybuilding i just did like the training they like powerlifting style training never really competed in powerlifting either uh then i started doing like strongman which i do compete in and i still uh, do strongman and then uh especially like since i had the kid i've been doing more grip stuff because a lot of times like the strongman and powerlifting takes a long time to set up everything and like yeah. you know you like you spend like 45 minutes warming up for a squat and then the baby wakes up and like you're like <laughs> you're like now trying, you're like you're a jerk to be mad at the baby for waking up before you're like yeah. big squat or something. so uh but stuff like grip and things it's like uh, super easy to fit in a little better so i've been doing a lot more than that the last like year or two cool yeah i know what it's like man <laughs> i spent most of two
1: years scheduling the deadlifts like right as the baby woke up uh, from a nap <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to be slamming the bar on the ground <laughs> and then just work in the core stuff while they nap or the, or something
0: <laughs> right exactly so uh yeah so that's sort of uh and then so bending uh I got into that like earlier this year uh so, so John Mauser uh got me into it because he reached out to me he's like hey do you want to like uh start like learning some performance strongman stuff I was like heck yeah so, and then uh, the steel bending is a big part of that. And so that's how I started. So we started doing nails and horseshoes and brace bending and everything. He taught me all that. And then that's how it really took off.
1: Now, were you and John uh, friends
0: prior? Like, how did you guys hook up? Um, I mean, so we were like Instagram friends. We've met since then. But uh, yeah, so actually, so we met through Instagram. Well, a lot of like my friends now, actually I know through Instagram. is kind of funny. Even the ones who live near me, uh, I sort of like, don't have normal friends anymore (laughs) I totally relate
1: it was like the strangest thing because I've never really been like a big online community person prior to starting bending and the project of the podcast and stuff and it was like kind of funny to like develop these relationships like where I was in you know very uh routine contact with these people on a daily basis and um it, and it was like people that I didn't know in my like real life but it was like here I am speaking to my friends like my crew of benders uh like on a daily basis more than like my real um best friends from like my real life or whatever it's just like right. a, an, an interesting experience you know
0: yeah it's funny and then like when I meet them uh it's like we already like know each other like my <laughs> wife, she's like. Uh, didn't you guys just meet like five minutes ago i'm like oh no we've been pals for months (laughs)
1: yeah yeah no it's it's cool it's definitely cool and i think specifically the grip and the and the steel bending world seem to be like pretty tight uh, even across like the globe or whatever it's like uh thank god for instagram in that case because right it's like a, a a universal scene for this thing that would be uh way less fun if we didn't have like the connection, you know?
0: I feel like I could probably travel to any country and like have somebody I could hang out with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. I guess, I mean, jujitsu is kind of like that too. Like where it's like, I feel like I could go anywhere and drop in into a gym and have like-minded people that I would like click with quickly, you know? Like, uh, but uh, there's definitely something special about the the steel bending world for sure.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, I agree. And, uh, so yeah, so hopefully it just uh, even uh, keeps expanding and more and more.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. See, it's hard to gauge because it's like my own like um, activity within it, like um, tapered as I got back into uh, a lot of jujitsu and MMA training. So it's like from my perspective, it seems like it's gone into a little bit of a lull coming out of pandemic because everybody. Was trapped at home and I think we saw a surge because it was this easy thing you could do while the gyms were closed and everything but I don't know if that's just my personal point of view from what my own experience has been I'm not sure it could still be like raging as as popular as it ever was I'm I'm not really sure at this time
0: yeah no I think it's it's hard to engage as well but uh hopefully it's raging yeah <laughs> we'll we'll make it rage <laughs> for sure <laughs> no matter how many people (laughs) like to peer pressure into it that's it that is it's like
1: i for a while no one came to my house for a barbecue or anything like that and didn't bend something like when i was stopped the the 16th inch or eighth inch stuff or like the super easy stuff it was like every anyone that came over would have to bend something which was pretty fun
0: (laughs) yeah exactly
1: but uh, so back when you started strength training, was there any? Were you just looking for something to do, or was there like you were trying to get strong for a particular reason?
0: I mean, really, just uh, looking for something to do. I had uh, just moved from San Diego to Connecticut, and so I was playing like a lot of softball in San Diego. You know, it's nice like year round everything. Uh, yeah. And so, but um, then I got to Connecticut. I don't. There's, there's like a million just, like softball leagues in San Diego too. I think it's like you have to be worked very hard to find, like, an adult softball league out there in Connecticut, so I, like, didn't really have that, so, like, uh, just had to, like, figure out something else to do, and, uh, yeah, so then I started doing, I went to a kettlebell gym, and, like, I started, like, getting into that, that's Uh really how
1: it started. Nice, that's cool, and you definitely put on some size over the years, because I remember when I found you in the, uh, on Facebook, I wasn't even sure that it was you, (laughs) it was, like, yeah, yeah, uh you definitely. So like... I'm
0: trying to think how how skinny I. I've probably been like 170 before as an adult. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm like 230 now. I've lost weight. I but I was probably up to like 265, like late last year I was like, maybe that was like peak. Hopefully that's not like lifetime peak strongman, Alex. But uh, that was like I was like definitely like I'm gonna like get massive like for a man. So I made it to like that heavy, which really isn't that heavy for strong man. So uh-huh. <laughs> still I was still tiny. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so now I'm, now, now I'm a uh, smaller, but I, I think this is like probably a better weight for like a uh, general athletic system. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So what was it
1: about, like, take me through the first time you bent something, did it, did it basically bring you, like, did you catch the bug right then? Or what did it take for you to really like get like to where you're like, I got to do this every day. And you have people like me being like, no, you got to rest more and.
0: Every day. <laughs> uh, yeah so i actually uh do know so uh basically like double overhand bending or all unbraced bending uh i did not get obsessed with right away like i thought it was like cool it was like fun i liked it but uh, i was not obsessed with it like um, i'm trying to think so uh i had like just iron mine wraps and uh i think i had a pair of thin suede wraps also and so i would uh you know i would just like bed like a timber tie and iron my wraps and it was like cool enough but uh i wasn't obsessed with it and then uh horseshoes though i did like the first time i bent a horseshoe i was like oh this is like what i was meant to do <laughs> like it was so fun i'm like this is like you know you're like buying it from like an online barrier so i'm like yeah. this is the coolest thing ever <laughs> so, so i got I, horseshoes was like love at first bend. uh any type of unbrace wasn't it? and then uh, at some point uh I got some leather wraps too, and uh then uh so I like set up the like double wrap thing, and um you know, I was still like pretty new. I'd only been bending like a month or two, just like sixty d nails, and uh I was like, smoke that and was like so then then it started, I was like, oh, I like that, <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, that was like uh. The first like hit in doubles was like, uh, <laughs> like right to my bloodstream of uh, bending yeah. addiction. Um, I it was just fine like, because I still tell people to try to like nurse singles and like uh, just iron my pads for a while, but I did not. And then I just started like a monster tear from there. I like, uh, did like the whole thing, you know, like G fives, G eights, uh, seventy Ds, red nails, uh, A twos, uh, but they're hexabasters, golden bastards. You know, like uh, everything people do, I, I bent everything the me mirror that I could get until an edge and bolt like finally stopped my like streak, <laughs> which was like so, so, it was like three weeks long.
1: It was like so short. You're just like oh, I did a hexabaster, just like so, so right. fast progression.
0: Yeah. So uh, no. So that was. Uh, that Was like, uh, so now I was like fully addicted because <laughs> like, uh, you know, people were like messaging. I saw, I'm like, I post like an engine bolt at like three inches or something. <laughs> people were I'm, like, didn't you just start bending like <laughs> a month ago or something? I'm like, yeah. I didn't even know like how hard they were, you know, or yeah. probably that they were even called engine bolts, but uh, I was like, yeah, is that like good? <laughs> like, shut up, I'm like, no, I'm serious. yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah, so that was basically uh, the first like uh, hurdle that I faced. Once I did the doubles, but then like I had the other problem too. So at that point, I was like, you know, trying to bend edge and bolts, and like I hadn't even done a G five in singles. <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but I, I've worked hard since then to catch up a little bit. There's still a big disparity, but uh, I have tried to, uh, you know, bring them closer together. I can bend a red nail in imps now. So. <laughs> I think that's
1: all that you need
0: right <laughs> right <laughs> it's uh
1: yeah it's like i can kind of see both arguments with that it's like one of those things like where it's like if what you like to do and what motivates you is bending and doubles and just bend and doubles and i don't i don't even know how much like your your single wrap bending is going to help your bending and doubles necessarily like but it's just like one of those things that seems to get debated a ton which i don't even know if it really matters all that much like every right know yeah. like that yeah. singles are harder like period but if that's not what motivates you to get out there and bend some stuff then like who cares you know
0: oh yeah it's better to be bending than not bending so <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> i think I there's
0: something to be said for like developing the hand toughness and everything so i don't think it should be totally ignored but uh, sure. Maybe. But yeah, like I don't think anybody should feel like some double shamed or anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. and now the evil David Horn is like uh, doing the wraps touching, which it like makes it like exponentially <laughs> more difficult. It's like I haven't
0: tried it yet. I have I have some David Horn suede wraps though. i have to. You have it like pretty much has to be six inch stock with that, right? Or else there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think no so. No overlap, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll find something at six inches and try it. Yeah, the current
1: steel shredder competition which concludes on the 31st so there's not a lot of time for people to jump in there but it's just like max uh, reverse bend uh, using David's stock with uh reverse with wraps touching and it's just like so brutal oh boy it's crazy it's uh the guys in the lead just have some like pretty uh pretty um, Hard uh grade five bolts. That's like what the cap is. But I'm sure if uh Ruben Hughes didn't have a broken arm right now, he would have uh done a G8 at least. Um because he's right. just, especially wraps touching. But so take me but like how did feats of Alex become a thing? Like, was it uh learning the the performing strongman stuff that made you want to develop this cool Instagram page where you're doing all like literally the wackiest stuff going?
0: uh right, day, right. so i what was my name before i think my name actually which uh my old instagram name people probably don't even know this is like i had like 20 followers or something and they were all like my uh normal friends or family uh so i think it was back like when i was doing like bodybuilding stuff i think i called it like fun aesthetics or something because i never got like too like serious about it so i'm like you can still like have fun and like uh, yeah try to like get aesthetic looking. So that was the name. And I didn't change it for a long time, even after I was like starting strongman and stuff. Uh-huh. And um, then what happened? Then, so I tried, I tried to like start a TikTok, which didn't take hold because I quit after like uh, two weeks or something, but I had to like do a name for that one. And I'm like, oh, but the fun aesthetics thing like hasn't been really relevant for years. So, uh, so then that's how I came up with the feats of Alex. Uh, I, I was probably already doing like kind of the fun lifts uh, like before that but I didn't really become Pizza of Alex until I like, <coughs> switched the name officially. That's cool. And like, who
1: was it just other people on Instagram that you found that were like giving you exposure to like the all round style lifting and the, all the different, like crazy stuff that's out there. Was it basically just like osmosis through hashtags, like the way we all find the stuff kind
0: of. I mean, i'm trying to think i'm not sure if there's even one for me doing the lifts i think it was like moving from an apartment and like going to gyms to like moving into a house and you know i have like the yard and everything so i can like do whatever i want here so it really like frees up uh, the training so i think that's like was the inspiration for doing the lifts so uh, as far as how people find me i don't really know i think a deadlift till i'm dead features like there's always negative publicity when you're on there with, like, a funky lift. But it's sort of, like, just yes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did a huge uh, Jefferson deadlift, which uh, got me on, like, the Mastonomics, like, top 10 Jefferson deadlift list, which cool. it's, like, I've been bumped off since then. But that was, like, a, a claim to fame for a while. Sweet. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like... This... I, I have to. I have to do it again. I did, like, 683. But it was like Juju movie did 683 so then I like tied it and wow. then um, but then now you have to be, like over 700 which I have not done. <laughs> or maybe you just got to like uh wrap
1: yourself fully in uh, wrapping paper or something like that dude uh, Yeah.
0: Mikey Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I I think now I I'm, I'm famous enough. I, I'm famous enough for myself. It's like there you go. know who I am like the That's people similar. who matter. No all you need. But, right like uh you know one uh, one good vendor knowing who you are is worth like ten thousand tiktokers <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe people will just continue to think your name is Feats. uh
0: yeah like, like <laughs> percent
1: of the bending world think uh josh's name is chuck
0: <laughs> right which i stole uh I, he changed it right use like enough so. now but uh i still 90 percent of the time i still say chucking <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so what was it about bending different maybe from lifting like what really grabbed hold of you so much like if you can put it in your own words like the thing that we all know like what's so what grabs you so much about like putting all you have into the hit and feeling it move that little bit and then realizing it's possible. And it's like, I've said on the show many times before, it's like that first hit, when it moves, you like get so much like power from that. And you also understand, like you learn so much, like right in that first little bit of movement, like, okay, it's possible. Okay. I got to like adjust this and that. And it's like uh so break
0: down like a bend um, and, and away from it for me. I'll try this is a, it's hard to put into words because it really is just a <clears throat> just a feeling, you know, but uh yeah, so so the bends that do excite me the most are the ones if I have no idea how it's gonna go, which is a lot of my bends uh, there's probably like one every session. I know some people are very strict with their progressions they're like i'm gonna do like these bends and then it'll work to that bend, very strict, and so they know they're gonna like make their bends, they're just like putting in the work. I am not really like that, I' like. Take aspirational bends all the time, so I really don't know how it's gonna go, which is part of the exciting part. So, <clears throat> really, like the first hit, like I always have to like hit it as hard as I can because it's all, like I have no idea what's gonna happen. And uh, so if if it works, you're like oh, this like could work. <laughs> so <laughs> no, so it's it's just like this like surge of adrenaline uh, through you, and then you have to figure out like what to do from there. So I like, and it's all very fast. So you run this like whole range of emotions. Uh, you know, in five minutes, which is yeah. perfect for me, too, because I'm not, like, good at endurance uh, sports, particularly, so I, I like having a five-minute time limit. It's <laughs> nice. I know. Especially- yeah, so, I mean, it's everything. It's, like, maximum exertion. You're, like, having to think your way through it, like, uh, you know, there's the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, like, uh, you end up exhausted only five minutes has passed. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's,
1: it's perfect. <laughs> so, it's, like, the setting up for it and, like, meticulously wrapping like takes far more time sometimes than the bend itself. right so now through your time in bending like do you feel like you're developing strength in any other place like that you felt possible because i've had mixed uh personal experience with this and i've had mixed uh comments from guests is basically like do you feel like you're getting any stronger from the bending that you're doing or do you think like bending is more of like a and expression of your strength.
0: um i do think i'm getting stronger and i'm certainly not like losing upper body strength despite uh being doing less like uh, you know everything like is a bit of a trade-off especially with time and stuff so you know like i'm not like benching as regularly or whatever uh like uh with all the bending i'm doing so but i think i'm certainly like not lost any strength i think like uh through out like the arms, like the whole yoke area. I think that's all stronger actually from bending than just uh normal weightlifting. Nice. That's the way I would do it. But um yeah, no, I'm sure like uh, my max squat or something has suffered a bit, but right, it'll right. come back if I want it to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and is there well, just
0: blame thing? the weight loss anyway? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is there anything that you're doing? Uh like uh the other side of that question is like there, is there any other um strength training that you're doing with the thought of like improving your bending or is it basically just mm-hmm. like progressing and bending to be, be better at bending?
0: I mean, yeah, <clears throat> really I, I mostly just uh, lift for like general strength and just the fun of it. I guess maybe a small amount of like uh, kind of wrist work like wrist curls and like wrist wrenches. I probably throw that in more uh, because of the bending but uh, rarely am I like, oh, I'm gonna like write a day's workout like so, that'll make my bending better. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. 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 And um,
1: do you do you do anything specific for recovery from the um, from the regular lifting stuff or the bending? Like, do you do anything for recovery at all or no?
0: Um, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm very active, so I just like uh, just hope for the best on recovery. The one day, though, the bending specific things are like hand care, which. Even with so much deadlifting over the years, I didn't really do hand care. Like I had like the good calluses and that was like enough to get me through it. But uh, yeah, so with bending, I do have to. So I got a, I don't know, some fancy climber salve or some type of thing that I I do on my hands now. Like, and I've got way less hand care since I started that. So that's cool. that's been pretty clutch. And then, um, but yeah, it's other than like hand care, no like special uh, recovery. Right, Other right. than just, like, more working out or being active. Right, right. <laughs> right. It's the
1: truth, man. The The tears are the worst. Like, And then it's like, you get chalk all
0: in there and it's just, like, dry. Right. It's like, oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Hey, if anybody uh, is curious, could I? <laughs> um, it's the one from Friction Labs is the one I've been using. And I don't have much to compare it to. But, you know, yeah. Friction Labs makes, like, the bombest chalk out there. So I just tried it. Uh, perfect so it it seems to have been working for me
1: got to get you a sponsorship
0: right yeah i I should line up all my chalk bags next to me
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so like we said at the top you've been on a real tear of taking down big things so what are some of the um some of the certs that you've been able to take down uh since you started bending here
0: yeah, so I guess uh we're sort of uh, actually this has been a good interview. We're like sort of a uh, in time in chronological order. Because like I finally got to like uh edge and Bull sort of stop like the streak, the first streak. But then uh so then I started like uh you know looking around at the search. So I think I I think I had some burrito bolts by then. I think I did an A2 uh like at that time, probably like six inches, I forget exactly. But um, so then I was like Well, maybe I'll just like do the 8.8. I mean, because at the time everyone said, or my understanding was that like the 8.8s and the G5s were equivalent, but I like did an 8.8 and it was like pretty close. I think the first time I was like, no, actually it wasn't. Uh, So the first time I hit one, it was, I only moved it a few degrees. I was like, damn. Uh, But then I tried again, that same one. And I like finished the whole thing like so from just a little bit of a pre-kink so I was like oh I can like do this so, so then like a week later or something so I did the 8.8 I think in August and so that's a big bend I mean that's enough to like get right. people's atten- attention <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know that's it's probably like top 20 on there's probably not even you know like 20 people total 8.8 or higher on Frito's list which is oh. like the like the list now so oh. it's like my bending oh, world bad. you know like burrito is like the list because uh, like i was too late for like all the fat bastard shirts and stuff so um, but uh yeah so uh so that was like a big one and then, uh, then from there i like i said i did nibble again just nice. the six inch one which is was super cool because that's like under 10 people have done that and that, that was like uh that one was harder for me though i missed it a bunch of times I had a bunch of the bolts because I had a big party at my place like a strength party yeah. in uh, September um, we did like a grip contest and uh we did our Harito uh his iron mind pad contest right. we like d- did some entries for that and, like various other stuff so it was a wild day it was amazing uh, but so I had a, I had a ton of Harito bolts like uh for that so I had like probably a dozen no and I had to work through most of them. Like, it took me like seven or eight tries. Like weird stuff like kept happening that like kept messing it up. I was like, oh no, is this like gonna be the cursed one? But I finally got it. Um, Actually, I finally got it. And then I forgot to unroll the crush pads. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like running out of nibble <laughs> Yeah. And so immediately after that, I did another one, of course. Like one minute after watching the video, which uh, you know got stuck in the street. So i was like, I will get the next one. So I actually rested a few days, or like a week, and then I got it, which, which was very cool. And then um, so I did that, and then uh, then I did a six and a half inch, eight point eight, because like only Don had cut it, amongst people who haven't also done a ten point nine on the list. Uh, yeah. So Don Cummings. And so I did that one, which was awesome. And that was, like, at the time, that was probably, like, the best technical bend I'd ever done. Like, I smoked that. And I think it's, I think it's easier than Nibelungen, but still, like, uh, I don't think it's as much easier as, like, the, if you looked at the two Benzilla books. So that was, like, my perfect bend at the time. So I was super psyched about that. Nice. And then that's, like, way up on the Harito list. But that's right. still where I'm at now. I haven't done a six-inch one. I've tried one. Hopefully I can get it but um yeah so uh so that's like top 10 on her lists like uh it was actually for like being new and uh <laughs> nobody like knew who i was or anything so uh <laughs> <laughs> so that was like that was like pretty cool and uh yeah so that's like nibble and six and a half eight point eight. and j.8 at some point around that i did uh the moose and the uh, fenceboard Canada wraps So uh, yeah. so i got that one done uh and then actually, so I didn't know that Josh puts the time on, like, how long it took you to bend it. Like, I want to redo Josh. <laughs> so I was, like, talking to the camera and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to get it. <laughs> So it's, like, 45 seconds or something. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, I demand to redo. Take me off the list. That's right. <laughs> no yeah so i did that one though and then so then you just have to like uh do the nanuke for like the least steel vendor which no one has done in 2022 like yeah. it was it was like may of last year the last person who did it crazy so it's a very long time so um, uh, but last week i spent a week in san diego with my family for christmas and i didn't take like any bending stuff out there so i was like so rested and i probably tried like five or six practice nanukes over the months and uh only gotten like reasonably close once but uh it wasn't it wasn't even that close it was like three inches probably um but i was like yeah i'm never gonna be more rested (laughs) (laughs) it's the secret man yeah so so i did it so i like wrapped up uh, so i got it and i like pretty it was i got it like with authority too i think the the official time's like over four minutes but uh like, there's no crush pads allowed, so I really didn't want to, like, unwrap it too soon, because I'm, like, yeah. there's, like, no hope. And I had a time run, so I knew I still had time. So uh, but I was just, like, crushing that thing over and over and over. So it's, like, well, I'm inches. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that was on. That was just, like, two days ago or something. But that was, I think that was exciting, too, because I know Josh is, like, he's been, like, doing those posts trying to, like, uh, you know, Who's going to be the next one to get it, or whatever? <laughs> I remember he did a post with like the list of everyone who's like done the boost but not done it. He's like, who will be the next elite field vendor?
1: So yeah, it's like pretty
0: awesome. cool to actually be the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's not too many people that have uh, got the the elite bender uh, status from that. It's got to get some. Nah, more.
0: it's just the fourth one. And I, I, Josh didn't put himself on the list, but I'm sure he's oh. uh, done them too. So we'll give him credit for it. So we'll call it five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome, and uh, so now you took that, that that one down. What is uh what's the next goal?
0: In a uh, few next goal. Not tomorrow. Yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's goal is to do a ten point nine <laughs> before I've reached eleven months of bending. I did the eight point eight at like eight months of bending, so I like <laughs> to do the ten point nine before ten point nine months of bending.
1: <laughs> Just <Yeah>. probably
0: tomorrow, <laughs> literally. So. <laughs> Uh, so i want to do the 10.9 though and uh i want to do like the three eighths gauntlet uh i'll do like koab seven inch uh three a seven and a half odd koab and ogopogo josh's uh yeah. version of uh, eight inches and then a gold nail so eight and three 8 i don't know what order i want to do them in but uh i want to i think i if i can get one of them i can probably get all four like roughly around you should
1: um, order some stock from David Horn because he has his own uh, red nail comparable thing. And he does have a uh, a list for people that have done that on braced and you can do doubles and the whole thing on it. So you should order yes.
0: some. I'll have to, uh, t- I have a few things from them because uh, nice. I, I ordered like uh, the gold bar. So I did get some steel from him. I'm not sure if I ordered the right stuff for the list, but I'll have to check yeah. it out. Nice, nice. His was yeah. actually the first uh, six inch 8.8 I ever did. Man. Like before I did Nebel and stuff, I did one of uh, David Horn's, oh, nice. which was cool because it was like, he just got the date of the batches. It was from like 2012. I'm like, oh, this was like a, a legacy bolt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This That's is from cool. when like all the, like the OG like gangsters were bending. <laughs> for real,
1: for real. I'm sure those weren't being bent too often at that time. <laughs> but uh, something that uh, we talked about is just like the importance of... Um, you know, I had my guys like the, the bending class of 2020 or whatever, and you have your own crew. So t- tell me about how that's helped your progression and, and your, and your friend's progression in bending, like to have a, basically like a, a group of your peers that you're kind of in contact with, um, pushing each other along through your bending, uh, progress.
0: Oh yeah. And it's been invaluable. Uh, so we're <laughs> called the besties, <laughs> which, uh, it stands for, Bending enormous steel to increase extreme strength. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's me, uh, Chaz, uh, Stranger Grip, uh, uh, Phil, Kyle Mertz. Uh, Perfect. And uh, London and Devon. Right on. And so, yeah, so uh, it's so, and that's great because there's like six of us. So, like, somebody's always spending something yeah yeah he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a, got a got valuable it. member of the team
1: oh my god dude it's not allowed. actually
0: he's in your class too maybe yeah, i maybe you guys might have to kick him out because he's an archer yeah now. he's
1: out clearly yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so actually so we started um so the idea was that like every uh, two or three months like one of us would make like a package of steel and nice. like send the same package to like everybody else. So we'd all have like the same things to bend every couple of months. And then it would be just like rotate through. So like uh, like once a year you send and the rest of the times you like only you like receive it. So it's been super fun. Uh, we've had a couple of rounds of uh, packages go out, but uh, actually even more importantly though, is like you know, the group chat and everything is like uh, always lit. It's always like something exciting going on. And it's helped like a ton for the bending. Uh, can't even like uh, put a value on it so but you know like we all have our different strengths some of us are like super strong gym wise some of us are like super technically sound benders uh you know so there's like a good mix so you get some of everything yeah that's great yeah it's just like there's like in the
1: the scene in general there's like this like uh friendly like one-upsmanship like of like someone posts a thing and then you you got to try it yourself and it's like to have like a day-to-day group chat going with people like throwing up whatever they're working on it motivates you to get down there and bend with a little more authority it's really like something that's like super important and helps progression for sure
0: oh uh, yeah no i totally agree and like phil's been on like a chair too like oh yeah i'm just like he just did the 8.8 8. he's throwing up like monster king so i'm like big bars I like it. well once he gets like those bars like crushed I and mean, he's gonna, like leave us all in the dust yeah. <laughs> like, like his first hits i'm like what the hell just happened i was just like watching videos over and over trying to figure out what he's doing yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome like his 8.8 was like bent on the first hit i'm like jesus <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's impressive. so yeah so so it is um, like um no it's uh, super motivating in, like, a competitive way and, like, also, like, just, like, an advice way. So, like, does it both – works in both directions.
1: Yeah. Who who were some of the guys, that like you were really watching, like, to hone your technique as you were sort of, like, sort of learning to bend?
0: Yeah. So that's a good question. So I guess, um, like, so Derek Grabo, I, I, I would call him, like, the best double overhand uh, bender. He's got, like, the top Perito spot and everything, even if it's arguable. Like, we'll just say he is for purposes of this. So, like, I was watching, like, him, I'm like, I'll watch, like, the best. Yeah. So, I'd watch, and then, like, I'd sort of try his stuff, and like, his style. It never really, like, worked for me. But I'm, like, quite a bit bigger than he is and slower than he is. He's very, like, fast, you know? He's got, like, a lot of, like, just like, speed power, speed strength or something like that. Um, crazy, so I like, the
1: ability to use his body to create maximum leverage like his right uh, his, his like retraction on his back and all of that like is so impressive um he, he's like got his own technique super honed which is cool
0: yeah and so I was watching so I would like and I'm sure there is stuff that I can uh, take away from watching but it, it like I couldn't really emulate the style yeah and so so then I, I watched like on the Harito list there's like the links to all the YouTubes of the bands so like i watch all the bands and then i'm like so like uh alexander klimovich he like sort of looks i'm gonna flatter myself He sort of we sort of look (laughs) no but we're the same height and i think we i I bet we have like similar dimensions i'm probably i'm heavier than maybe by like 20 pounds or 15 pounds or something but uh but like so we have like roughly similar builds and so like i would watch like i watch this i'm like oh like you know like he's got very like long like hits and he's not like I mean, especially with like the really hard bars. He's not like just like, it's not like this rapid fire thing. It's like really long hits and um, just really using his strength. And so I was like, I'll try that. And so that like really uh, helped me a lot. And so like I I watched like more of his videos. So I think it really helps like emulate like benders, but you got to find the right one. I don't think you can just be like, I'm going to like, it's like anything really. Like you can't just look at, look at the best deadlifter and copy that person's style. You can't copy styles, but you have to copy like the right style for you. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. so so uh, I mean I, I I say this like I try to copy Klimovich, I'm sure that it's a terrible bastardization of like he's an artist, you know. But uh, like it is what I try to do though. <laughs> you
1: ever watch his uh
0: unbraced double red uh Ben? Ooh. That you know, was... sometimes like sometimes I don't like know what he's finding because I don't understand <laughs> like the yeah. like, caption. But I don't it's think I've seen him do that one. Yeah. I'll have oh, to watch that. Insane yeah yeah
1: but um, but uh, yeah it's so it's so important to find your own style and to kind of like and it's also crazy how much like these little things that you figure out add so much too you know like I remember just like for the unbraced stuff just like tucking it in a different way like gave me all this uh, like better power and stuff like that and I've had that with all the different styles and it's like it's cool when you just like unlock a little bit more power based on like a technical adjustment, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting. I think with like double overhand, there's like, especially when you get to like crushing everything, there's not necessarily, I don't, maybe it just hasn't been solved yet, but I'm not sure there's like an exact like best way. So it is like, you do have to like sort of figure out what's going to be the best for you. I think with like brace bending, it's maybe a little bit more solved, like pretty much, sorry pretty much sure that like just like the way david wiggard like braced bend something is like the best way so i think you probably should like emulate that you know but like yeah. with uh with double overhead i'm not sure it's like completely solved so i think either there's room to like find uh, what works for you best yeah definitely well,
1: ha- have you played around with the other styles like you d- you said you did some braced and you did some horseshoes have you done um, much, uh dub- double under or reverse stuff yet or snapping or
0: so i uh I don't do a lot of snapping. Uh, I get like so tired. So, I, and I like to bend a lot and the snapping is like really like wears. it's It's good exercise. So I should do it for the exercise, but also like it just like wears my hands out. And then I'm like, oh, like I can't bend for like a few days. And all I did was like snap something. Maybe I just have to snap the right thing to make me love it enough to have the trade-off that it's worth having to recover from. So I haven't done a lot of snapping, but uh, so I do double under and reverse. I'm just not that good at them. <laughs> like they, you know, i have to do i have to take them more seriously at some point because i want to do like don cummings contest next year yeah and like i mean double under and reverse combined are worth uh twice as much as (laughs) like double overhand right so (laughs) because they're all worth the same so i like uh i'll have to get like some better competency at them but yeah so i do like them but uh, (laughs) i'm i'm just like not so good i got to figure it out but uh no, I, I like all the – I like braced, like, medium-length long bars. Uh, I'm on David Horn's list for long bars, so oh. that's cool. They're, like, three-quarters by 44 inches. Sweet. So I think at uh, Michigan at Dawn's Contest, 40 inches at three-quarters, like, the hardest long bar. So <laughs> that's just, like, one more jump, I guess. Hopefully I can get that. I haven't tried it yet. And then, uh, like, medium-length, uh, like, five eighths. Uh, I've done, like, 28 inches. Twenty-five is his hardest. I've come very close. I got it somewhere here. It's a hard. I did it one. just before the trip. Yeah, Where is <laughs> well, I'll bring it out for like. Time. <laughs> the <five laughs> you know, No, it's close. Like, it's close. So I'll have to go back to the.
1: The five eighths progression is really hard. I thought I yeah. remember that, like those ones, leaving me feeling really taxed, like more than maybe anything else. Like with those that that like the. 25 to 30 or whatever range of five-eighths was like brutal like really just yeah. like the body
0: yeah I'm, I'm bending the 25 inch so i've got it like really pretty far we'll grab it i'll show you it's right here i'm staring at us <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> but, so i can't think like i just got uh, like so stuck and you know like it hurts so much uh, like <laughs> yeah. when you're hitting the same spot over and over and over yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll get you right
1: Don has a, a bunch of good videos uh, for that diameter and around like that length and shorter and Derek too and um, I remember studying those when I was trying to like go low with that uh, that diameter material and I found like that hooking uh, the, at one end in the crook of my elbow uh, like Don does really helped a lot for like getting that torque uh, through that kind of mm-hmm. section there
0: yeah no, I agree I think I, so I'm starting to like get that move down uh, I think uh, so at this length though like it takes away my uh like on the hip uh, coming yeah, over yeah. I haven't been able to get any movement I, like this the short which was a good move for me so I'll need new new tricks yeah, we'll get yeah. there I think that's the shortest length at the Michigan Steel contest uh for okay. mid-length so that'd be cool if I can do like you know like the hardest bars for them uh, even if I don't do it as fast as Don does for them. sure <laughs> it'll still be
1: fun to yeah, yeah. And you're on, so you, you got on Anton's um, horseshoe
0: list, right? Yeah, yeah. I did the, the first uh, shoe you sent me. So I, that got me on the list. And then I oh, did the SX-7 too. Nice. So I think we're tied now. I'm right below you on the list. I'll have, have to find a one right after this. I'm going to like do that.
1: I have some one too weak to do anymore so I can send you some down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch. will <laughs> No, race me on the one. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> yeah, So uh, I'll be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. So, so I so I, I loved horseshoes uh, a lot. Like, um, so I, I did like when I first started them, like they were like love at first bend. In uh, fact, like I should do them more because I love the double overhand uh, so much too. But uh, like that did take a while to warm up too Like the horseshoes just clicked. Yeah. yeah so yeah. hopefully, hopefully I can like do some monster horseshoes at some point yeah there's
1: some really big ones and then like when you actually yeah. have it and you're like it makes it even more impressive like uh to know like that people have bent these things they're just like these massive things and right yeah it's like, oh. God, there's, like a hunk of steel in the center of this thing it's crazy but um yeah so that what I, what i liked about just like it's the same kind of thing as people debate uh, in jiu jitsu whether they like training with the gi like with the the karate looking uniform on or or without it right and it's like i've always thought it's just cool that we have this thing that has these two styles within it that can keep us like interested more like yeah of course we have a preference but um it's cool to be able to do both or whatever and that's kind of like how I feel like with the styles of bending Is like if you're getting burnt out or plateaued on one style you can switch to these other styles and sort of diversify so you're not like overdoing it in one direction and it's like uh, I remember just like the bastard in every way like being such a cool idea like wow that you know like that's just like such a badass list I mean it's not updated of course but the guys who did that when it was updated, it's like a who's who of um, benders on there. Right, it's, it's just
0: cool to oh, have. I, I still, I still look at those old uh, lists and like the rankings and stuff from Fat Bastard. I think they're still helpful, uh, even though it's not updated. Well, yeah. one, it's just, like the guys on it are so cool. But another one, like it gives you like a sense of, like the relative difficulty of like bars yeah. to each other. You know, because oh, if there's yeah. like forty two people on one bar and then like twenty on the next, you're like oh, that's just, like probably like twice as hard. <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah so so i do think they're still helpful like, even though they're not updated
1: nice uh, all right man well as we start to wind down here i'm going to take you through the medley so get ready for the rapid fire uh series all of right <laughs> so have a. what's your favorite thing to bend we're talking material on this one. Ooh,
0: uh 8.8 volts nice 5 8.8 volts Nice, nice. Uh,
1: hardest thing to bend for you, uh, material wise.
0: Ooh, um, I don't know. I'm good at all of them. No, I. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've I've been uh, struggling with any type of like shorter stainless. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That's tough stuff. I remember one of
1: the hardest like crushes I ever had was maybe Gil Goodman sent me like one of those GBI bars, like the grip bend yeah, yeah. Giorgio. Those things were cool, like really nice packaging and stuff. And the stainless just like binded up so much. I remember just being like like oh, stuck, like so close dude, to the end. It was like so I brutal. have
0: a couple of them. I haven't bent them yet because I only have a couple and I really don't want to mess them up. <laughs> like, yeah, <cool. laughs>
1: They're cool. I'd yeah. like to see that list get a little bit more action, just because it's it is a cool bar and uh, I, I like. I think they're pretty difficult,
0: actually. Yeah, no, I've got them. Uh, I've got a few. So, and I do have a couple. A couple of them are stainless. So, I look forward to trying it.
1: Nice. And yeah, it's strong bending style, double overhand, right?
0: Yeah, double overhand.
1: Have a weakest style between
0: uh, reverse and. Between uh, sure, reverse uh, double and double under, under so. Uh, I mean, I can double under slightly harder stuff than I can reverse, but I think uh, given the general discrepancy, most people can double under more than they can reverse, I think. So uh, I think double under is probably my weakest because they're fairly pretty close to each other for me. Yeah, nice. And uh... well, finally, what's not my weakest stuff? The really short brace stuff where it's only thigh crush only. I couldn't do anything for the longest time. (laughs) Finally, I figured out a little bit, so I can't, I still can't thigh crush only a bar that I can't double overhand bend. Oh really? Yeah, but I'm getting closer. I think think
1: with that, like being my strongest style at one time was like, you have to do it in jeans for one. Like don't, don't miss shorts or or, uh, like uh, Adidas pants or anything like that. Like you need the friction of jeans for sure. And I remember like, you got to put it back like, between your legs farther than you think. So, like, you're when you're clamping down, you're actually hitting your wrist more than the bar. And I remember like having this realization when I chalked like this part of my hand a lot. It helped like wow. keep it in position a ton. And then I had like maximum leverage and also wearing shoes too. Even though David Wiggren would uh, disagree, so I guess maybe bare feet is king. But I always felt like more solid wearing shoes on carpet um because like you just had maximum traction that way um like over like a gym mat or something like that like being on right right.
0: helped a ton um yeah no, i'll have to try i'm getting close i've done like an 8.8 now uh yeah with it but i've spent that double overhand though i know like people can do like short 12.9s and stuff that way not me yet but eventually
1: yeah you'll get it it'll click and just like any of the other stuff but um What's something outside of uh, strength training and, and bending steel and performing strongman and everything else? What's, what's something else that you're into? What's another hobby?
0: Ooh, other hobbies. Um, Are you like a man of many food.
1: hobbies? Like, uh, like gosh. I mean, like- I'm
0: a man of many strength sport hobbies.
1: But- <laughs> okay. We got to outside that world. We got to
0: outside that world. Uh,
1: yeah, barbecue barbecue nice there's yeah, definitely yeah. been a bunch of cooks on the show <laughs> it's <Yeah. cool. laughs>
0: but it's almost part of strength sports so we're cheating when we right. say that all
1: right all right all right yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah. what's the one ben that's got away so far what's uh what have you tried but haven't been able to complete
0: oh phew i am glad that we're doing this not a couple days ago. I would have had the same <laughs> nuke.
1: <laughs> like have you Let's wrapped see, up uh, a twelve point nine like a like an animal and just like laid into it?
0: <laughs> I have once <laughs> no i mean so oh yeah. but I just so many like ISO bends. so bent I mean I've wrapped up everything i wrapped up <laughs> like a seven sixteenth uh twelve oh fourteen uh and uh that thing is still pretty straight. <laughs> But my buddy Todd Kovac said his brother uh, like did him back in the day. It's like the old Kovacio that It's like because the the Moab would be that, but probably ten eighteen. So it's just like a little bit easier. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So so I'll do everything. But the ones that like haven't finished yet, like I've got like some movement on like 10.9s and Ogo Pogos, nice. but uh, I, I just can't get them to like fold. You know. Yeah, oh, dude. but I know the exact answer to the one they got away now. Or that so I'm going to get it. The, but Devon's, he out Get Big is seconds, the 8-inch drill rod. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, like, done four of them. And I'm getting closer every time. So, like, yesterday, I was going to ride the Danu cot streak. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I did enter two days ago. So, like, yesterday, I was like, I'm the man. I can bend anything now. <laughs> like, the bending world is mine. <laughs> so I was going to do that one. And so, oh, like, I got off to a slow start on it. The, the thing is like the drill rod it's it, like there's never an easy point in it to like make up time so i was yeah. like behind the whole way but it was still moving it never got stuck by so like five minutes i was like ah oh, done and so i imagine it was like two and a quarter <laughs> i was like oh. you know, so ah yeah. that, that is the one i'm, I'm gonna get i still have one more and if not if i mess that one up i'm ordering like 25 of them Good <laughs> <Like, laughs> i did so it's a like two and a quarter so uh like yeah. I like uh, I like groused about it for like thirty seconds, which also gave me rest. And yeah, I had like the crush pads on. So then the one more hit and I like got it. <laughs> <Yeah. All laughs> so right. it was like we'll five see. minutes plus one hit. All right. right, we'll well, I'll 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 get it legitly.
1: New Year's Day. Yeah, so going
0: down. But <laughs> that is the one that has like evaded me. Cause stuff like ten point nine is no but you know, they haven't like whatever, they're just like deep in the like kinking phase. They haven't really like it yet. So yeah. You know, so.
1: All right. Uh, Who's the strongest person you know? This could be, you know how it goes. This could be like your grandpa or like uh, some world's strongest man competitor. Oh,
0: geez. In real life, uh, I'm going to go with like my buddy, Rob, New Jersey Muscle. Uh, He is uh, like deadlift 800, uh, crazy strong man. Uh, He like, uh, he competes at like Masters. And then, like, if he gets, like, bored with Masters, he'll, like, just do Open and win still. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're, like, banned from doing Masters if you're winning Open. You got know? like, yeah, a 10-year, yeah. like, uh, you're kicked out of Masters for the next decade. <laughs> yeah, no, so he's super strong. So, and then, like, um, now also, like, so a little more old school, so I, I never really trained with him, but, like, Stephen Wiener is, like, a legend, and we talk, right. like, fairly often. He's been to my place. He came to the party in September. Right. And, you know, he's, like, He's like, oh yeah, I'll just come like hang out, like yeah, you know, just like hang out with you guys while you're doing your thing. And so within like ten seconds of being there, he was already showing us up with like all the lifts we were doing. <laughs> so talk about a legend. So like him too. Yeah, man.
1: I hope I can make it down to one of your gatherings and, and meet all. These yes,
0: guys. yes. Uh, For sure. Yeah, next one.
1: I was actually th- I was down in uh, Hawthorne on uh, around Thanksgiving. Oh, that's pretty
0: close.
1: Yeah, training at uh, Alliance. Uh, friend of mine runs the school down there and uh we were training there on thanksgiving eve actually and as i was on the parkway headed down i was like i bet you this is near where alex lives actually
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> um all right and to conclude what's the funniest reaction a person has had when they find out you have spend your time bending things in your garage or basement Sure.
0: So this is where like uh, the fact that I don't like have normal friends much anymore comes into play because I think everyone thinks it's fairly reasonable behavior. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah, so yes, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever gotten like too wacky on. Like uh, I know, like my mom, she always like uh, she always worries. She's like, "Oh, you're gonna <laughs> overexert yourself or something." But yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's still cool.
1: Nobody in the neighborhood yeah. sees you bending hammers in the lawn.
0: Oh no, they do. Oh, I see. That's so funny. It's like my neighborhood, uh, so they're all like, "Oh, it's like great that you're something you're so passionate about." Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like suburbia, so they're yeah. all like, uh, you know, they're all like uh, working drones or whatever. <laughs> I have a, like, oh, you have a you have a hobby or something. <laughs> yeah. So I have.
1: Yeah. I, li- I, I live in a similar. uh Ooh, a similar I do have an
0: answer now, though. I it's. Uh, all right. Okay, so it, it was not necessarily to like, actual bend them. But yeah. uh, London and Kyle got married in, the, like, a couple of weeks apart from each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. in September. So I sent them both, like, wedding gifts. I sent them uh, horseshoes from Ken Davis. Yeah. And, yeah. like, so, you know, like, a bending order of horseshoes is very weird for anybody who has horses. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, because I, I got them, like, all, all the... Um, the ultralight so they could like make the hearts and stuff. And then I got the like some Polos, like some SX7. So like no reasonable stable would ever like make this order. Yeah, of course. Right, and then, um, and I ordered them both like one after the other, and neither <laughs> were sent to me. <laughs> like they were sent to <laughs> two other people matching or, nonsensical orders. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yeah. Um, So they called me, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, hey, <laughs> We Got these very like strange uh, orders being sent to like two different people, and we got it at the same time, like, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm like, weird. oh, they're wedding presents for my friends, uh, it's legit, and it's, it's oh, all man. good, uh, don't worry. And that, I'm like, why well, have you on the phone? Can you write like, uh, like, uh, congratulations cards and include them in the shipment? She's yeah. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So that that was like my funniest bending attraction, I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I remember I was in the in my side yard, like next to my neighbor's house, doing. Uh, I was like snapping great eights for this thing for David Horn's page or something, and she, my neighbor came out at the time, and she's like, "Can I? Is there a tool I can get you to help with whatever you're doing?" And I was like,
0: "No, it's oh, amazing strength."
1: <laughs> it was so
0: yeah. It's all your control. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. My, my palms are bleeding, but.
0: Uh, right, yeah, the funniest but, neighbor one I've had, uh, it wasn't a bending one. It was, uh, I had the axle set up with wagon wheels and I was doing uh, it outside and uh, it landed funny and it like almost rolled into the pond. And oh, so I, I sprinted toward the pond. I like baseball <laughs> stood and like caught it at the last second. And then I don't know why so many people saw it, but for the next week when I was walking around, like multiple people like, mentioned it to me.
1: <laughs> no no comments about lifting the boat or anything? That
0: was... <laughs> right. No, I've never gone for the boat. I don't know. Everyone must have been out when like the axle almost went into the pond. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Now, in closing, uh, even though you've only been bending for a short time, you've uh, completed a lot of hard stuff. So what kind of advice do you have for uh, guys just starting out to do some bending?
0: I would say, uh, sort of know what you're bending, know your steel, like get to know it. Don't, uh, I mean, the starter packs are good. I never like, but also you can like get like your timber ties at the store. You can like figure out like what a g5 is on your own you know like and you'll like learn a lot in the process yeah like and uh, like most of what i cut most of what i bend still is stuff that i like uh, grind myself like so i don't know you're like osmosis or something you become like one with the steel when (laughs) when, when you do it so i'd say like take control of your bending you know don't like just let the let a bending website like Direct you. <laughs> sure. And and then, um, yeah, and then like uh, friends too. Like the more steel bending friends you have, the quicker you'll learn. Totally. All right. And I
1: usually ask, who would you like me to have uh, on the show next? But I don't know uh, how, yeah. how to be doing these. But if you have any suggestions, go ahead with your suggestions. I,
0: if we can ever schedule it, we got to do a, all the besties on at once for a massive right, podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got we'll do that. That would be fun. Yeah. uh, All right. And where can people find you if they want to get a hold of you and ask questions or just say what's up?
0: Uh Feats of Alex on uh Instagram. And then uh I post like on a it's Feats of Alex on YouTube also. It's like similar bends, usually just for like the full version with all the wrapping and stuff. So if you want to watch the whole thing
1: you have good rapping commentary i remember from one of your first i did
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so i i've fallen off with that i'll bring it back if people want to bring it back people are- yeah i will I'll, I'll just say controversial things while i rap so that people have to watch the whole video there you go <laughs> there yeah you go. <laughs> but yeah so that's a piece of Alex on youtube and that's pretty much it perfect all right
1: anything else you want to give a shout out to before we head out of here
0: well i mean i think i already shout out the whole crew i guess shout out uh Yon and Herido for everything that uh, they like run the bending world now. Like you know, it goes through yeah. them, and uh, and then Josh and Ben'sport Canada and Devin, uh, you chop get big like. Uh, of course. And you for beyond the bend, like so that's <laughs> like the bending world uh, that like I came to in like 2022. Like you guys, like it's shaped by you guys now. It's yeah. not like the Fat Bastard Iron Mind world right now. It's like yeah. you guys. So shout out to all of you the new wave <laughs> yeah. All right. anyone, uh, does want to
1: order from Harito i believe you can still use the promo code cheers to save some money and uh, help the podcast out um just do that so you save on some shipping and get on. i just want to see those rosters continue to grow make sure you don't forget about the other style rosters and the snapping and everything else because there's a lot of fun on there um outside of the main roster and that is it alex it's been a long time coming and it was a pleasure to hang out and talk with you, man.
0: Oh, uh, it was fantastic. Great time. All uh, right, brother. Peace out.
1: Happy New Year. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Yes. Happy New Year.